Today's podcast contains adult themes, strong language, and vague references to marketing. All the things we love. Enjoy. Anthony Joshua. Getting rocked. Large followings. Like Kardashians got famous for other reasons, Daniel. Well, yes. But <laughs> we really want to be influencers ourselves. Be well, I've subscribed since. <laughs> Dan subscribed about 10 times. We're live. It's 8.40am. It is a Wednesday. And welcome to the most ridiculous marketing podcast of 2019 and forevermore with your host, James Hacking. That is me, founder of Socially Powerful, global marketing agency, and Dan Humphreys. Dan, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Dan, Sergeant Major Marketer at Socially Powerful. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, Dan, why are we doing this? What is the purpose of this podcast? Well, we, uh, we like marketing and we like ridiculousness. So uh, it felt good to uh, put the two together and uh, to finally, a new, finally come together. A new format. Yeah. Yeah. We had a look at traditional marketing podcasts and we didn't like what we saw. So we decided to jump on in there and make our own one. But really, we're just hungry for attention, likes, followers, <laughs> subscribers, and anything and everything that goes with this. Mostly fame. We're looking for fame. Well, this is this is this is supposed to be a bit shorter and sweeter, <laughs> a little bit more to the point, covering some current affairs yeah. and uh, how they relate in the marketing world and and. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a little bit funnier than, than yeah. your, your average podcast keep, as keep well. Keep saying funny because we think we're really funny. If we say funny <laughs> enough times, hopefully we'll, we'll someone will believe us. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But we're not going to sit here for 15 minutes and lecture about marketing. We're going to talk about current trends, topics, things that have happened in the world over the last few days. So Dan, come on, first topic. What are we going to talk about today? Well, the uh, big thing that happened this week, well, several big things happened this week, but the one that I most enjoyed was uh, AJ. Anthony Joshua. Getting rocked. Getting, well, not getting rocked, getting knocked out. Well, yeah, getting rocked four or quitting, times. Or quitting. Yeah, no. So obviously everyone in the world has probably seen what's happened. We don't want to sit here and analyse the fight, but the uh, undisputed heavyweight king has lost his title. So how, does, how can we tie this into marketing? How can we look at AJ's commercial value, the brands that are working with him, and you know what? What's the organisation as well? D A Z N, or is that Dazone. how you pronounce it? Dazn, 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 Dazn. Yeah, because that was their big one, wasn't it? Yeah. So if, if people don't know, Dazn is an online streaming uh, platform in the US that has gone heavily into boxing. It's pretty much got anyone and everyone in the boxing world. So it's got mm. Canelo, it's, it's got, got the Triple Netflix G, combat sports, it's got Anthony it? Joshua, and obviously AJ being the undisputed king. They, Undefeated he, he, as well. Yeah, he was the poster boy. So how is that going to affect, obviously, AJ's business, the TV companies and all that sort of stuff? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, the way that I see it, I never really rated AJ as a boxer anyway. I thought he was more of an athlete yeah. uh, rather than a boxer. And I think that showed in this fight. You had someone who was a massive underdog and he he really did show up, AJ, yeah. uh, in terms of, you know, pedigree boxing. Uh, you know, he had, a, what, over 100 amateur fights. Yeah. And but yeah, when you, that, on, the, on the face of it, when you look at him, really showed. when you look at him, probably people massively underrated the person who oh, was Oh, mate, he did it for the fat guy, didn't he? <laughs> for the fat guy, all, <laughs> all the fat guys out there. But in terms of like AJ's commercial value now, what, what do you, where do you think it's well, gone? Well, so... One, I th I think if if it was against someone who you know was like uh, like Wilder yeah. or Fury, you know, it wouldn't have you know been so damaging. But yeah. the fact it against it was a, a fill-in guy for uh, what was it Miller, who yeah. wasn't drug particularly cheat. yeah well yeah he was drug treat, but also he wasn't didn't look that particularly impressive. Mm. He wasn't a top tier, uh, yeah. top rank uh, heavyweight. 
And uh, so the fill-in guy yeah. uh, beats Joshua. Yeah. That is so much more damaging because sometimes it's not what happens, it's the way that it happens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I can't see it going yeah. uh, particularly if, well for if, him. If you, if you look at AJ, you'll see that he's sponsored by Beats by Dre, Lucasaid, Under Armour, or is it Reebok? I'm not sure. One, one of the one of those two. In terms of like the brands, is he, he, he's everywhere. Yeah. But and the way that he he's represented in those brands is always as 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 a god. Yeah. Like as as the pinnacle, the pinnacle. of human physique. Yeah. And uh, to be beaten by a guy with with moves. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> impressive? Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. To be fair, but if you if you look on the other hand of it, I guess that he's probably been spoke about even more than he was previously. Now. Maybe not in the in the same way, but is that a good thing? No, no, no. Um, I, I mean, yes, I see the whole. Uh, you know what what Trump says: any press is is press. But in in the world of boxing, if you're if you're beaten by a guy who looks like <laughs> Susan Boyle, yeah, yeah, it's not that impressive. Um, but I guess as well, what's what's important is that um, you know selling that next fight. Mm. Well, take take Fury for example. So Fury didn't win his match against Wilder. But well, he did. Well, well it he was did. technically a draw, and and the and the judges favoured it in in, in Wilder's um, in Wilder's favour. But <clears throat> the way that he supposedly lost, officially lost, is yeah, was so much more inspiring. Uh, so mm. you know, it was a draw. Like it, a, was, it was it was a majority draw. Majority draw. I think it was a majority draw to Fury, if I, if yeah. I remember. Okay. Rightly. Oh, okay. But, um, uh, but Wilder but anyway, kept his belt. Selling the next fight. Obviously, there was so much, there's so much hype and build up to, I don't know, AJ's last four or five fights that three of them have been at Wembley. I think he was contracted to fight at Wembley for the next three fights again, but he chose to go to the US. Selling that next fight, is that going to be a tough thing? Do you reckon the audiences are still going to back him? I think I it's think... going to be in the UK. Do you think people are still going to turn up? Like the fan base is going to be yeah, loyal? Yeah, I, th- I still think he'll have that following. You know, people don't give up on the on their heroes so easily, but it's going to be harder for him to get the deal that he wants. Coming on to Ruiz, what does it mean for this guy, man? Oh, like, mate. He, what, what was it you were telling me earlier? He's now got a sponsorship from Snickers. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so this, this is an interesting story. So Love it. <laughs> the, previ- the previous fight, um, I can't remember the guy's name he was fighting, but his dad or his manager put a story of Andy Ruiz Jr. on Instagram holding a Snickers or eating a Snickers right before the right. fight. And it was like, at Snickers, hashtag the secret ingredient. And then he's sort of just ran with that whole thing of him being like, you know, chocolate lover, a sweet boy, and he's eating chocolate all the time. He obviously looks like he eats chocolate all the time. Definitely got but, some night, uh, some nuts to take on uh, AJ, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, lovely pun, that. That, <laughs> that. that is a smelly, smelly pun. Anyway, yeah, so he, he was putting up um, pictures and videos uh, leading up to the AJ fight, and he was talking about, like, Snickers again. Um, he's saying, I'll rip through Joshua at Snickers and all this sort of stuff. And then after the after the fight, everyone was tweeting Snickers saying, if Andy Ruiz Jr. does not get a Snickers deal now, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Mm. So he's, uh, yeah, I think Snickers- Do we know how much it's worth? I don't know, but hopefully hopefully a lot because I feel like he, he deserves it. <laughs> he, he must have this sold a, a hell of a lot of stock. Well, Snickers used to be sort of the marathon uh, yeah. chocolate bar uh, and, and only in sort of recent what's, years. What's their tagline? You're not me when you're hungry. Is that- Something like that I can't remember. Snickers, yeah, you're not you're not you when you're That's hungry. That's what it is, yeah. Um, and you know, but they they Snickers used to be called a marathon bar, I believe. You know, this mm. predates my my uh, birth. Uh, but um, yeah, no, <coughs> the, chocolate is, hasn't been associated with sport 
in so long. So for Snickers to get this opportunity to have an endorsement from the heavyweight boxing champion, (laughs) um, whoever is is their CMO, if you don't jump on this- Open the checkbook. Yeah. You are- Telephone numbers. I'm literally going to come to your your house and just steal your job (laughs) straight out out of your hands. Um, Yeah, exactly. Like I think as well, um, they've got, a massive opportunity to be with the most talked about sportsman in recent times. Mm. Like he was a massive, massive underdog for this fight. And he's completely flipped the tables. And every, I think his Instagram following went from like 6,000 followers. I don't know what it is now, but mm. it is almost a million. I know his Instagram, he was on around, like his Instagram, his Twitter, he was on like 2K followers when he signed to fight Joshua. He's again now in hundreds of thousands of like mm. followers. So like he has captured people's attention. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and he did it in, in a really a really good way as well. He outboxed Joshua. Uh, his cardio seemed to be better. Yeah. Um, his head was in the game more. He didn't get rocked as bad. So, you know, hats off to Ruiz. Yeah. Um, I think to be uh, Joshua. Just to close off this topic now, I think um, if Joshua loses the next fight, I think that's going to be hugely detrimental to him and his his like, next steps. For mm. me personally, if he loses, I don't think he'll come back from it. Mm. I can't see him sitting there wanting to go for all the warm-up fights again, try and get back to championship level. He, I think it's a tough thing to take, being like the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight king, going from being beaten twice. It's, mm. I can't well, see him come back from it. I always thought he was a bit dull. So um, <laughs> yeah, quite, quite so, happy to see him go. Let's talk, as we're talking about sports, let's talk about one of the biggest things, again, that's happened this weekend. Big weekend this weekend was a huge week of sport. Um, obviously, a lot of brands involved in it. Um, the Champions League final, Liverpool against Spurs. Liverpool obviously won the game, mm-hmm. um, which is a massive talking point, but perhaps even bigger uh, is another talking point that we feel is unbelievable marketing. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, a guy called Vitali, who is a YouTuber with around 10 million subscribers. One of the originals, wasn't he? Yeah, he was one of the original pranksters on YouTube. Uh, became really, really famous. Mm-hmm. And a few years ago at the World Cup, he str- he did he struck. How'd you say? He streaked. He streaked the World Cup final. Um, and he ended up getting banned from every single stadium um, in the world. And recently he started another another avenue for him, which is called Vitali Uncensored, which I guess in the name gives it away. It's an XXX uh, platform which promises pranks and uncensored pranks. What more do you need? Yeah, it's a <laughs> subscription model. Um, so... If you haven't seen it this weekend, he got his girlfriend to streak uh, the Champions League final, who no doubtably She's looks... She's no Susan Boyle either. No, she she does look good in that swimsuit, uh, with Vitaly Uncensored written across it. And this has made global news. Like, it has been on all the press outlets, all the news, all the TV, and it was free. He didn't pay for that. Apart from his Champions League ticket, the flight's he, over there. He put her up to it because, what, he's been banned. Yeah, so he's right? been banned. So, like, his face is known throughout all, all the stadiums. And if you look at his Instagram, there's a video of him actually dressed up as an old man or something like that. So he's got, like, a beard and everything. <laughs> and as she's going on the on the pitch, he's there goes screaming, that's my girlfriend, that's my girlfriend, I can't wait to marry you. <laughs> so she's there streaking. She gets to halfway um, and then gets tackled by some security. Well, doesn't get tackled, sort of gets, like, pulled away, but you can still see the Vitaly Uncensored um, What a branding. day to be a, uh, a streaker tackler. Yeah, <laughs> I guess as well for the players, they're used to seeing like all these 
like big fat blokes jumping on the pitch. Yeah. So in terms of like this, how can we link that to marketing? Like, how, what is the commercial well, value of that? One, it's attention grabbing. You know, it's the biggest stage in the world, and and brands are spending you know donkeys uh, in terms of money. I wish you knew, um, I wish we could pull the figures for how much it costs for an ad on on the Champions League final. Sure, sure. Well, it's not like uh, it's not like American football where you know there's breaks. You know, the ad mm. the ads are just so it, it, scarce compared to other mm. uh, sort of more more American. Style, I guess, I guess uh, as well with sports. with with European football, um, if you compare it to American football, that ad spot in the American football that's pe- everything everything people talk about. Mm. Whereas Champions League final, maybe people don't talk about the Heineken ad or whatever it is, but they're talking about this. Oh, definitely, oh, definitely, and uh, yeah. So I mean. <clears throat> It's a really, really effective way of creating value. Yeah. Um, don't do it at home, kids. You might get arrested <laughs> and banned from all other uh, <laughs> Champions League games. But um, yeah, no, hats off to them. They've, they've sort of cracked a, yeah. a little I would uh, loop I'd love there. to see the, the actual value that's created for his subscription platform, where he's got more people subscribing, the traffic to the site, whatever it is, it'd be well, great. I've subscribed since. <laughs> <laughs> Dan subscribed about 10 times. <laughs> Use all these email addresses. Multiple no, devices. <laughs> again, it's something that has just captured the, the attention of people and it has been all over Twitter, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram. Everyone's reacting to it. So I think he's positioned it very, very well. Um, you, can't knock, you can't knock the guy really, can you? Uh, no. No. <laughs> that was a good, 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 good answer there, Dan. I'm, re- I'm really, I really enjoyed so that. I was just uh, thinking about little, um, other things. <laughs> his, his subscription to yeah, that was it. His mind is elsewhere. So anyway, as all good influencers, and over Tali in the past has been bashed for all sorts of different things. There's been a big trend as well in the last couple of weeks of bashing influencers, bashing influencers, saying it doesn't work, saying influencer marketing is poor, it's ineffective. What do you think, Dan? Usually, well, in Vitaly's case, he's he's been bashed because the quality of his of his you know, product is, has been <laughs> bad, um, or he's overstepped the mark, which yeah. is you know it's gone beyond acceptable what he's doing. But generally, you know, he's 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 done something very very effective. He he's sort of self branded himself quite well. Mm. That has led to you know millions and millions of followers, and now he has that draw uh, which. Uh, brands are, are looking to exploit. Now, um, there's good influencer marketing, there's bad influencer marketing. Um, are we, are we, is it still hot news to talk about the girl and her let's poor just products? Bring it, let's just bring it up anyway. Why not? Why not? So, what was her name? I can't remember. I can't, well, it's obviously not hot news if you can't remember it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I can remember her name anyway. But I'll give, you some, I'll give you some background. So a couple of weeks ago on LinkedIn, there was pretty much everyone and anyone in the marketing field, there were CMOs, marketing managers, marketing execs, whatever it was, bashing influencer marketing, saying it does not work. For the quite simple reason, there was one influencer who, by all accounts, she even admitted it, that she'd become very irrelevant, tried to start a clothing brand. Um, the clothing brand was called Ego, and uh, she obviously has, I think she had 2.8 million followers, and she put a post out saying, um, Sorry, guys, clothing brand cancelled. I couldn't sell 36 products to make it financially viable for, for, for the clothing brand or company that she did it with. Um, so she obviously got approached to do this uh, by someone else. I know there's a lot of companies out there that try and create clothing for influencers. Um, 
so yeah, this this just everyone jumped on this and said, this is the current state of influencer marketing. It mm. does not work. If you have millions of followers, you can't sell shit. Everyone jumped on the bandwagon a little yeah. bit, didn't they? Everyone started bashing it. But when you actually look at the product, it is shit. Like take it, it, it take it back to basics here. If you've got a bad a bad product, it doesn't matter who you are, how many followers you've got, how adored you are, people aren't gonna buy it. If it looks Very bad, true. if it doesn't feel good, if I don't want to wear it and I don't want to look good, if it doesn't look good on me, I'm not going to part with my hard-earned cash. And that that's like is what doesn't make sense about the whole the whole argument. Um, influencers came out of people with large followings like Kardashians and, and other type of sort of minor Kardashians got famous for other reasons, Daniel. Well, yes, but <laughs> another they, but subscription they had large, site. They had large followings, <laughs> and it is what they were able to build makeup brands, fashion brands. Yeah by uh, advertising to their followings. Yep. Um, and that's what where influencer marketing was born out of, that sort of minor celebrity endorsement. Now, <clears throat> we see The Rock doing it uh, with his tequila. We see Conor McGregor doing it with his whiskey, whiskey. which is now blasted over a billion. I'm, pro I'm probably sure it's probably even more than that now. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is a model that works. Okay. So, Dan, coming on to the final topic of the day, Love Island. This is usually a series that takes over the UK, uh, maybe even the world. I'm not sure if it gets broadcast abroad. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people talking about it, a lot of people watching it. Are you one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, yes. Okay, to to topic over. I mean, pers personally, myself, I'm... I watched I'm, the last season a, bit, a little bit. Yeah, uh, last season, I, I was very addicted to it. I was very, very addicted to that last series. But this this time... I've stayed away from it so far. I've not seen anything. I've just seen, um, you know, Twitter going absolutely nuts. That's it. And I think- all the crazy memes. Yeah, all the crazy memes. Like Twitter, without a doubt, is my favorite social media platform for the simple reason is that it lets people react to things in real time. And it, no matter whether you want to find out what's going on about Love Island or your local corner shop, someone's probably talking about it. Mm. So Twitter for, for Love Island is the perfect platform. Absolutely tremendous value that comes out of it. The memes, the comments, especially of people like, you know, just becoming household names because some, they said something funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of Love Island, what's your, what's your opinion? Well, well, I can't really comment on the, on the current uh, series, but what I found out what was quite interesting the other day uh, was that the, the ITV itself has created an influencer agency off the back of really? the last... Uh, season of uh, of Love Island in it's usually, TV or something. There's usually one or two that will stay yeah. a little bit in the limelight and then a few of the, pretty much the rest of them will fade I think fade away. their maximum lifespan is until the next series of Love Island. La, 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 uh, I can't say it now. Love, Love Island. Island. <laughs> Live Island um, comes I did, out. I did actually see something. Um, so obviously you mentioned like, until the next series of Love Island. When the next series starts, you'll always see the previous series then jump on Twitter and start giving their comments or Instagram and giving their comments or whatever it is to try and stay, you know, because that is their thing. They're known for being on that show. Like, yeah. well, not what else have they got to talk about, but that's their hot topic. That's their like thing that they become known for. Well, yeah, they're just sort of reminiscing. Oh, I used to be that guy. <laughs> I used to be that famous. Now I'm just a, 
a man who's overly or- orange and uh, <laughs> has been exposed as a as a as a fuckboy. <laughs> Jeez, Dan just described himself there, by the way. <laughs> Apart from the overly orange bit, I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. <laughs> awesome. I don't I don't think I've got anything else to add on that topic um, or any of the other topics really. But yeah, I think that was our first official podcast completed. We Whether should give it- ourselves some homework. Watch. A bit of Love Island. Should we make Love Island a, a weekly thing? Only if it's in work hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure whether I want to talk about Love Island every single week. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think that's our first podcast officially done. Um, Dan, it's been a pleasure. So Thank you for having me, James. Next Thursday, episode number two. Roll to the, the credits and the outro jingle. <laughs> Great jingle. <laughs> Great jingle. Fantastic. See you next week. Bye.